0: From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors. With your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman.
1: And good morning. Welcome in, Big and Wild Outdoors. Man, what a beautiful sunrise we have coming up this morning here out of G5 parking lot. That's where we're at this morning, right down the street, just a little west of the Strawberry Festival. A lot of stuff happening in this part of the town this morning, including uh, Braden Gunn, who's standing next to me. No. The- yes, Bill George across the way. And a good our good friend Carlos Lopez, all the way from Polk County, just had to stop in. And thank you, G5, for coming all the way down from way up there. Is that Bushnell?
2: Double, citrus. Yeah. Double well, G's up in citrus, hey, man. Hey. Well,
1: we can't hear him anyway because he don't have his microphone uh, Yeah, Yeah, I, dispar- I took He's it. He's been away from radio for too long. That's uh, it. Exactly. The love. The
2: love. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, we got to say good morning to our uh, – we're down to a million listeners this morning because the other half of the country is down in South Florida, killing Osceola's this morning. So they're all down there uh, getting it on this morning. What a beautiful day to be out in the woods and uh, see some birds. Beautiful sky this morning, a little red uh, with that front that's going to be pushing down through in the middle of the week. It should be nice. Today would be a good day to get out and go get her done.
1: Yeah, it, down south, I guess it's a youth weekend, opening youth weekend, isn't it, Bill? Because yeah. uh, a friend of mine at work, he he took off. He left early yesterday to take his uh, – I
0: think his daughter yeah. is up for the next trip. So they went down south. I think it's open. it's uh, opener for adults right now. I thought last weekend one at
1: uh, yeah. youth.
2: Yeah, last weekend was youth. We well, yeah, was down there
1: uh, on a special opportunity hunt, and I tell you that guy really takes advantage of what the FWC offers for special opportunity hunts from uh, from the turkeys, deer, hogs, gators. He just applies for everything, and it just amazes me how he's always uh, turning tags back in because he's always looking for the turn that returns. And you can go and and get them, and then I tell you for his three kids, uh, we were talking about it just the other day. And uh, the other day we were sitting there, and he's talking in, that he don't take his kids to the strawberry festival. And of course, Ginger tells him, "Now that's just that's just wrong." You've never taken your kids? He said, "Well, there's a lot of kids out there that can't say they go fishing or hunting every other weekend, and spend a lot of time camping and doing all the boating on the on the uh, bay and." Uh, I was like, you know what? That's money well spent, taking the kids and doing something with the family. Uh, but anyway, I digress into that. But yes, it is a, a good morning to be out <laughs> yeah. into. He's just letting you run. Yep. <laughs> well,
2: I, he's, I, he's on I, his I, iPad. That's why. I agree. He's, uh, you know, he's right on that. You know, a lot of kids don't get that opportunity. There's a lot of kids waking up earlier this morning, uh, getting their cows and pigs ready at the strawberry festival. They wish they were out in the woods trying to get some turkeys this morning.
1: Well, I'm sure if they got a, a, a hog or a steer they're showing at the festival this week, then uh, they're probably ready to get that thing moved on so they can go out and enjoy it because of the responsibilities of taking care of the livestock uh, throughout the summer into the early fall, getting ready for this day to come. Some it's might, a lot of work.
3: Some might be getting the marinade ready. Well, that's know. that's true. A little mullet <laughs> for, the, for the pork there. That'd be a yeah. good thing. And
1: of course, uh, on the table, we do have some. Uh, Smoking Ace's barbecue sauce, and you could just add that little glaze on that and get it cooking. Yeah, he's good
0: sad. stuff. He yep. said he was working on getting it ready to uh, put into a couple stores. Is he, is he going to be over here at G5? I'm They're not working
2: sure. on that to get it in here because uh, he did what every salesman should do. Cooked a big giant platter of uh, of pork and then included the barbecue sauce. And try it on there, see if you like it, put it in the store. (laughs) so smart. I think Dylan was uh, thoroughly impressed with it. But this is his award-winning sauce. This is the stuff that I think came in like – third with uh kansas city barbecue so um it's good stuff it really is if you haven't had it it's it well you've had it well yeah,
0: he, I got, at least you've got your four own a week. Yeah, yeah he
3: got he, he lives there
2: yeah but, but
0: believe it or not i don't use his barbecue sauces
2: what do you bring a ketchup pack no, from McDonald's? no i
0: i eat barbecue <laughs> the way it comes out of the kitchen and with the dry rubs and everything that he has on there, that's I love it. Yeah. And I don't need. No, that's true. It's, it's like when I get a steak and they say, would you like some A1 sauce or anything? I say, do you have a <laughs> decent steak? They're like, yeah. Well, then why do I need that other stuff?
2: Why, why you got to be such a hard, hard ass all the time, it. even on your weight staff?
3: Oh, no, Not, it's all the time. It, anymore.
1: I think it's his age or the hair is really affecting his brain. No, he gets
3: worse with age. <laughs> you know,
2: <laughs> I know thank you goes a long way. No, that's all right. right. I'll just. But I, I will
3: say that's uh, <laughs> No, okay. he's got to explain it. Yep.
2: He's got <laughs> to explain well, it. Well, we like that about him, and that's what, he, you know, he fights for us, and uh, uh, we need guys like that facing the FWC for us when they go to the little meetings. Which, by the way, I heard uh, you got to go. I didn't see on television. All Uh-oh. I got was a screenshot from I, Bill I, George.
3: I, no, I was. I was undercover, though. You know? Oh, were you? Because yeah. <laughs> I was with Bill. We oh. got shot at, too. Oh, His windshield. You? you didn't hear about that? Oh, I heard that?
2: I heard there was an incident on the way up.
3: I, yeah. It sounded like a gunshot. I said, oh, they know Bill's coming. <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm,
3: a, I'm a, <laughs> Sniper's
2: on the road. I'm going to be a casualty. Sniper's by, on
3: the road. By, Bill by association. Well, that's
1: why I say be careful when you book that next gator hunt when you go with Bill George because you may find yourself in the swamp bottom somewhere.
3: Well, yeah, I t- he stirs it up.
0: Carlos did make it up. Had a good time. Got to see a lot of people. Uh, the other yeah. night, I two My- nights ago, I watched it on TV. It was on the Florida Channel. And at three
3: o'clock or four o'clock in the morning, which is sure. kind of strange. But well, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, what was on the big agenda that
1: you had to attend? On behalf of us in the state of Florida this, outdoors. This
0: last one uh, was to finish polishing off all-day turkey hunting on a lot of our state wildlife management areas. Which
1: we did talk about that last week, and uh, that was passed. Yes. But it won't be effect until after ne- to it, July It goes 1. into
0: effect July 1, and then it'll be there for the following year. Well, but that'll be good. That's like seven, seven plus years I've been working on getting that through, and... You go through this process of convincing them to try it. Then they do a test case, and then they do multi-years of data collection. And uh, I mean, they don't...
3: I I got up there in front of the panel, and I said that... Um, Bill George you know, can have my minutes. No, 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 I did give him some minutes on other things, but uh, for that, I got up there, and I spoke about, like, for instance, taking my son Eric. I, really, the only day you can really go with kids is Saturday, you know, because...
1: Are we talking about the turkey? turkey
3: hunting? Yeah, you could only really go, and then you get out there, and you don't, at noon you have to be done. If they extended it like on private land, you can hunt all day, and I think that's going to make a big difference. And know? after school,
2: I mean, if you get out close to the woods, you can pick them up at the bus circle or whatever, yep. and that, stand that, that's the true. Woods.
3: But they have homework, they have soccer, they have you baseball, can do that later. they have a bunch of stuff. <laughs> you can do you that know? later.
4: Listen, no, so
0: well-rounded kids. We need them. The, what you learn in life in that book is not near as important as what you're going to learn out in the woods. Yeah, yep. I can take a B's or a C to have a well-rounded kid versus somebody who's book smart who can't survive once you let them
3: loose. Well,
2: <laughs> and we have plenty of those right now. <laughs> yes, we do. We, <laughs> have, we have plenty, plenty, we're, plenty. We're
3: inundated, but uh, no, that, that went over well, I think, you know. Couple people got up there said more or less along the same lines, and they passed it. Same thing with the. Uh, so
2: they were impressed with your uh, speech. Did they get autographs. No, nah, it wasn't. Pictures? It wasn't
3: that good, but it wasn't that bad. Oh, oh but really? it was. But it was heartfelt.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you start it off by saying I'm Carlos from New York as a Cuban American no, I, I said I,
3: no I did ask Bill I said I said that also known as the Cuban redneck and the whole place laughed and there was about a couple hundred people there it was pretty funny actually
2: Well that's brownie points you know you got to start off with a good laugh
3: well you and know
2: and uh, you know you got their attention so it's Bill Bill
3: introduced me to a bunch of guys there that um, you know they're really passionate they go to a lot of meetings as well not everybody goes Every time, like Bill, I think he's missed two in ten years. But um, a lot of those guys, they they try to make it to every meeting and and have their voices heard.
2: Well, there's another one coming up here pretty soon. They're going to be covering some fishing stuff and. Uh, uh, well, the
0: next one's the beginning of May, right? So
3: they did talk about shark fishing off the beaches. Yes. Bill, you could take that.
0: Yeah. So you know they they are putting in the the new rule where if you're have a four-foot leader, or you got a fighting belt, and you're fishing from the beach. You, you got to have a shark fishing license, even if you're not shark fishing, but you got to have one of those licenses. Um,
2: Which I think is a bad, bad, bad idea. And
0: that that takes effect as well as July one. Uh, yeah, it's going to go in effect July, and and basically, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, but they're trying to add to it. I read one of the things on the next meeting is coming up is that if you are shark fishing on the, on the beach, that you're required to have some sort of emergency emergency cutoff device yeah. so that you can snip the leader or do whatever. No, uh, that's part of this existence. They don't, yeah, they, don't,
3: they don't want you to take the shark out of the water. They want you to keep the gills under the water. and it's. Uh,
0: Braden, that's a pair of pliers.
2: Well, yeah, but I mean, I uh, <laughs> if you've ever seen those guys that are out there fighting them off the beach, you know, uh, they get them up there and... Get them unhooked on the water and then turn them back loose. I mean, I don't see anything wrong with that. I mean, sharks are not like a bass or a brim. There's been plenty of times where sharks laid in the bottom of a boat for 20 minutes. They think it's dead, and people have gotten bitten really bad over that thing. It's like cutting the head off a rattlesnake. You're going to go pick it up after uh, 20 minutes it's been laying on the ground? I don't think so. That's a good way to get bit.
3: And that's a good way for natural selection. (laughs) (laughs)
2: So go pick up that uh, snakehead over there and go do what you got to do, and it's all good. Uh, It's one of those things where I think they just keep adding, 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 and it's all because, you know, they don't want guys out on the beach fishing while there are people visiting from New Hampshire and Michigan. You know, they don't want that.
0: FWC did really good to protect the right to fish. What they're what they're doing is trying to protect that shark, and there are certain species of shark in which you're not allowed to keep, and those are the sharks that you must keep in the water and that.
2: So, like hammerheads and things like that. So, we'll see.
0: Yep.
2: I don't know. Uh, I don't know how they're going to enforce that, unless somebody makes a phone call. All right, we got to take a break. We are broadcasting live out of G Five Feeding Outdoors today. A lot of stuff going on today. Got a lot of stuff going on in the sales department, and we also have a bunch of turkey guys who are going to be showing up here today. Of course, we'll tell you more about it when we get back. We are brought to you by the good folks out of G5 Feeding Outdoors and our good friends over at Brandon Ford. Stay with us. Welcome back, everybody. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Broadcasting live this morning out here at G5 Feed and Outdoors. It's located at 4960 U.S. Highway 92 West, and that is a little bit west of Plant City. We're between uh, North Branch, Forbes, and uh, Turkey Creek, basically. It's easy to get to. If you're going to the Strawberry Festival, we encourage you to stop on by. Uh, The signs on the highway tell you to keep going to martin luther king (laughs) but uh you could take that first left and you know shoot that way they just want to keep this little two laner from just getting too backed up with traffic last night after the strawberry festival and people heading home it was i4 down here man it was backed all the way up man there were hundreds and hundreds of cars backed up i think what was
1: it willie nelson was he
2: there last night? I think so. Yeah, I don't he was know. Sold out. It
3: was huge, and uh, yeah, I think he was. There
2: was a cabillion and a half people trying to get in and out. I, of
3: I, I went by Bill George's last night. And we were hauling a trailer, <laughs> and we took all the back roads because it was ugly.
2: Yeah, it's one of the good things about uh, knowing this area pretty good is knowing all the little shortcuts. Glenn's the one. He's the master at it. He goes, you go down here, you turn down, you go down Gallagher Road, then you go up by, by Sydney and then you take a left, then you come back over, you'll see Wallace turn the right, and you go down. I mean, <laughs>
3: you know who's good around the back He's roads, who just pulled up? Will Sullivan.
2: He don't know nothing <laughs> yeah. about nothing. He, he knows doesn't.
3: everything about the roads. I've been with him.
2: He don't know how to tell you how to get there. He just knows how to get there.
3: Whatever. That's he knows more than I do, that's for sure.
2: That's the way it works. But today, if you want to, uh, one of the reasons why – Mr. William Sullivan is out here today. It's uh, it's spring. It's, of course, uh, turkey season. And today we have a little turkey get-together out here. It's going to be a turkey extravaganza, spectacular name, any other name you want to give it to it. Uh, We have lots of guys that are going to be out here today. Uh, Of course, William being one of them. Who's going to do something out here? I don't know. He's, he's, he's
3: saving his voice because he's got seminars and he's going to talk to hundreds of people. So dog and pony <laughs> show.
2: He's going to go up there and do a little tap dance routine, I think, to the uh, soundtrack of cabaret, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> and, uh, and
3: camel speedos. And, Camo
2: speedos. and camel it'll speedos. It'll be it'll be awesome. So bring your dollar bills. So, <laughs> it'll be a great show. No, but uh, it's going to be going on. And it's basically the kickoff for their uh, big spring sale, and they come out with this big old pamphlet here I've seen that and
1: very nice and when is the uh, when does the low boats arrive
2: they're supposed to be here uh, anytime soon Uh, I talked to Bill yesterday and a lot of them are on their way and uh, a couple other special items in the Textron uh, area Uh, in motorsports there's going to be a lot of them over there but if you're looking to uh, get into one of a a UTV or an ATV or anything like that or a Wildcat uh, a lot of them are on sale today doesn't matter if it's a golf cart, if you need it for hunting or just driving around the neighborhood or getting crazy out in the woods or dragging something out of the woods. They got one here for you, that's for sure. And then some of the camping specials they have on some of the browning products in there inside the building. And Stealth Cam's on sale if you want to come up. uh, It's a good time at the end of the year to get a good deal on a trail cam, which I know that uh, Glenn seems to lose a lot of. Well,
1: now's the time to really get a good deal on them, and uh, give you an opportunity to get them set up and, and play with them because there's several, uh, with there's so many out there to choose from. I like just the simple turn it on, set it to this pictures or whatnot, and, it, and it's good to go. But there's a lot of great features on some of these uh, more sophisticated, I'd like to call it, or more advanced technology uh, trail cams. And it takes a little bit of time to get them figured out, get to proper settings. Uh, get the best features and the functions for it so now would be the time to get it so when hunt season comes
2: well they'll be able
1: to be pretty uh proficient with setting it up and how to set the settings on it well
2: the ones i know that they have on sale there are those uh, packs they already come with everything they come with the battery and a memory card and everything all ready to go i mean just throw them in throw it in and start playing with it uh, Millennium tree stands—I know they're going to be on sale. Some of them out here uh, feeders. If you're looking to get one, uh, it's a good time to come out and get one. Also, over in the uh, fishing department, they got a great deal on the uh, Shimano's, uh, especially on the uh, SLX Combo series. You can pick which rod you want, whichever reel you want, and it's the same price. I think it's a buck forty-nine plus tax, so about hundred fifty bucks. And uh, I know they got a couple of really nice saragusas up here. Just the time for tarpon season, those big giant spinning reels. And, of course, all bitters on sale, too, for five bucks in here. And uh, Barracuda cast nets and uh, everything. I mean, cooking, the Yeti stuff, all the green egg stuff in the gun department. Hopefully, if John gets here, we'd like to throw his butt on the radio and let him talk about some of the great deals he's got back there. So I know he's got a bunch of turkey guns in, camo guns that are in, uh, Tri-Stars they're ready to go. So uh, Chris Heaton, if you're looking, and you need one, which he does, uh, come on out and get one. A lot of stuff in there for sale. You some.
1: know, talking about the guns, uh, the new bill that was uh, passed, now it's going to go before, the, I guess, the Senate yeah. to see if it's going to be approved. But one of the things this past week I was listening, and a part of that bill is when they do the background check, now the extension, I forget exactly how many days it is. Is it what, 10 days that you have to wait for your gun once you get processed?
0: Um,
2: what do you mean here uh, in this county?
0: No, uh, Nationwide. Oh, yeah,
2: they want to change it from a five-day to an overall uh, ten-day time thing. For
0: them to be able to complete something more thorough, but if it finishes in time, right? But the
1: biggest thing is is on that is that it's not – they're doing it per gun. So if you inherited or you was transferring or giving Braden ten of your guns, he would have to pay uh, for each gun check. Not that here's ten guns, I want to do a background check
0: strictly on the individual. No, it's per gun. Well, that's why we get to have more
2: government employees and pay more taxes. Well, and
3: the sad Hey, we've got to pay for that shutdown, man. they got to make it up somehow.
2: Well, this, what, the part that you're missing on uh, the, all of it is that it has to be done at an FFL dealership.
3: It won't dealership.
2: happen. Well, it's not going to, but it's that's what they
1: want. Happen. So but not happen. I mean, you can no, say that. And no fighting. Forward. No fighting. But that's just this year. And then after 20, when 2022 rolls around and things are swung even further deeper to the left, then... We're in trouble.
2: You got to know that uh, Nancy Pelosi made it perfectly clear that if uh, the president did his little declaration and called an emergency and going to do it on the wall, they're going to do the same, same thing, thing with the Second Amendment. With everything else, they're going to they're going to do it on gun control. That's how they're going to pass it. It's a national they emergency. Can't do that well, you say they can't.
0: You, it's your constitutional. It right. It depends
2: on who's running everything. Well, now, what does that now, mean? What does that mean to them? We're, 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 what remember, other constitutional? All he's
0: right? doing is spending he's not changing the laws
2: i understand he's that bending you're Bill. thinking as you're thinking as a rational person we're yeah. talking about the irrational people when they're in charge because right now it's ludicrous for me to sell you my shotgun and we have to come to G5 we have to pay for the background check Probably, and the way that the Democrats want to do it is: not only am I going to get a background check, but they're also going to check you at the same time to make sure that you are supposed to be even having the gun in the first place.
1: And that maybe same, that's
2: why you're getting rid of it, it's because you stole it from William Sullivan. So, I mean, they don't know. It's,
1: and on that same thing is that you cannot loan him a gun to nope. go use it to go hunting. Bill, I understand the rational side of it. You can sit there and shake your head all you want to, because but this is how
2: they're thinking, dude.
1: Whenever you just sit back and you say it can't happen, you got to be prepared what you're going to do in the next four years to prevent it from happening yes. when the next four years is in charge.
3: Uh, it's going to be an interesting it break. Will, it will be. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting break. Now,
1: I'm, I'm like Bill. I'm, I'm more it's a constitutional thing versus just a, a state of emergency bill declaration. But uh, but you got to understand. It's just that continuous fight from people just looking at it from a different view may not be the correct view, but that's the way they look at it, and then they're just going to keep chipping away, chipping away. And I look at it this way: where it's at One, if day. you
2: if you went strictly by the constitutional, what what the words actually say in there, then what that says is not shall not be infringed. Do you think that having to uh, to apply for a concealed permit is an infringement? Do you think having do you think having a having a super uh, background check if you have a multi gun purchase if you buy more than one firearm at one time, they take a harder look for it and if over it's a certain number. Then it's got to be uh, the FBI and everybody else has to be alerted for it. Is that an infringement? Yep, it They're is. They're already infringing on so, your on your firearm rights. And as he just said, it's a little used. chip. It's a little chip. Buy used, but you can't buy used
0: you because can if right you sell now. It, now, you can. But <laughs> if you sell it used, then you're in violation.
2: <laughs> if you it, now you committed a federal offense, a firearms buy federal used. Offense. You can do it now, but the way they want it is if I buy it used from you, we have to come here. I have to fill out a 4473, do a background check. They have to do, if they wanted to, to do a background check on you at the same time to make sure that you are allowed to sell that firearm. And then if it's not. You want to
0: buy a pack of bubble gum?
2: If it's not registered underneath your name, they're going to, to start asking questions like, where did you get it? Why? Where there, are you selling None of my gun?
0: guns are registered.
2: Where, where did you get it? <laughs> That's all they have to start doing. It's another nail in the coffin. That's all it is. Oh. So I am like you. I, I have faith in the Senate that's going to you know kill it, and it's never going to make it to the president's desk. But it's letting you know what they're already thinking in the future. Oh, they've
0: thought it for Who forever.
1: would have thought? Who would have thought that they would pass a bill that you can kill an infant when it's born?
2: But twenty years ago, if right. you called a Democrat, well, no,
3: it's got a point. Twenty years ago, if
2: you
1: called,
3: a
2: you
1: can kill a, if you can Listen, kill a newborn,
0: that's one of the better things right now, only because it shows the stupid. Right.
1: Extreme 20 side okay said We'll move on. 20 years, ago, <laughs> 20 years
2: ago, if you'd have called a Democrat a socialist, you'd have probably got punched in the face. Now, it, they don't seem to mind that whatsoever. Thank if you, you if for you the get compliment the, is how and, they would look at what,
0: it. And where was that law passed? In the House. No, no, the infant thing. What state? Was that a federal thing? Or Are you it? asking
2: us or yes. do you already know yes. the yes. answer? Why don't you... If you already know the answer, why are you you asking us?
0: It wasn't up there at the federal level.
2: Yeah. No, it was at the state level. And then the feds also wanted to do it that way. It's just one of those things. Anyway, so now's a good time to come and get a good deal on a gun at G5 Feeding Outdoors. Before, you have to go through all the crazy (laughs) stuff. Now all you have to do is just go through a background check on your own personal person and as it stands right now if i want to borrow a gun from g uh, from uh, bill george and take it out in the woods that's fine if i want to buy one from carlos that's all well and good as well so it's it's the way it should be uh i don't think that criminals get their guns coming through the doors of, of g5 i certainly don't think that they get them uh legitimately through anybody else and anybody who is a a instead of saying uh common sense gun laws If William Sullivan is going to be selling a turkey gun to somebody, I guarantee you that he's going to be smart enough to go, do you have a concealed weapons permit? And if they say no, you go, well, then I'm a little iffy on this. So, you know what, in my own wisdom and for my own self, let's go down to G5. You go through there and let them do the background check on you. I'll even pay for it. It's five bucks. But to protect yourself, why wouldn't you do five bucks as of now? But in the future, it's going to be a different thing if they get into power. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. And Brandon Ford, stay with us. It's going to get better, I promise. Welcome back everybody, it's Big and Wild Outdoors, Braden, Glenn, Carlos, Bill, William Sullivan, we're out here at the G5 Feeding Outdoors, and uh, we are broadcasting live, going on today, we got the big sales going on, the uh, spring gobbler events happening, and the spring sale, they got the tent set up in the parking lot, so it's going to have a lot of merchandise and stuff out there that uh, they're going to be uh, blowing out of here, getting ready to make room for this year's new stuff that's going to be arriving pretty soon, but uh today's events is going to be pretty nifty if you want to come on by you can uh stop in and speak with uh, pro staff guys i know uh Realtree guys are going to be here uh william selvin's already here uh call makers are going to be here one-on-one you can go and talk to them about anything uh, get some expert calling uh, instructions from any of the guys that are going to be here.
3: Aren't we giving away a gun? They're giving away a gun. There we go.
2: Giving away a tourist judge.
3: And I have one. Those things are awesome.
2: Uh, of course, it's a forty-five <laughs> long Colt 410 combo. You can shoot out of there. Going to be giving that away. You do have to be present to win. Uh, that's currently going to be given away at around 2 o'clock. The whole event really is from like 10 until 2 is the main meat of it. If you want to get here early, that's fine. If you want to come in a little later after it's done, I'm sure a few of the guys will be milling around out here, but hey, can
3: we put in for it? Like me, William and, and Bill. Are I don't we, know. Are no, we allowed? I don't,
2: I don't know I'm nothing about nothing. You're putting in for, it, putting you, in for I, it? I guarantee yeah. it. Ah, man. I don't know nothing about nothing, and uh, I will tell you this: uh, you can come on out and meet the pros that are going to be here today. Philip Culpepper is going to be here. With, uh, Realtree. he's the guy we talked to last week, who uh, was the guy who inspired us giving away the Taurus because he killed a nice Osceola here in the state with a Taurus Judge. From about arm's length away. Uh, William Sullivan, of course, uh, turkey guide, uh, seminar speaker, videographer, a guy who's been around the NWTF and around this area. For a thousand years,
3: and he used to guide uh, Justice Scalia.
2: Yeah, well, that's right, and uh, still does in spirit. I'm sure I'm he guides me. Away. He
3: guides me now sometimes. Well, oh, that's a step down. <laughs> no it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, sure. it's a very similar sure situation. Is. Neither one of them
4: could sit still. Oh, and it's very difficult to get. Oh, uh, now but, I got now I'm in between listen, Bill and William.
3: And, and, that's not good.
0: As somebody who's uh. spent a little bit of time in the Turkey Woods. If you need to move, how long did it take you to get Carlos up and po- getting his first couple steps?
4: Well, it wasn't a problem of getting him up and getting him moving. It was when I got him
0: sitting down, was getting him to sit still. Did he you, line you, all uh, the oak leaves up in a straight line? It was like a squirrel, you know.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so look, you, I'm I'm
3: attuned with nature. I'm oh, yeah, with you nature. have to have a ground
4: blind with Carlos. <laughs> I'm in, a, in tune. So with nature. so
3: basically, you're saying I'm like a kid. Yes. Yeah, yeah well, pretty well, much. A large kid. Yeah, 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 you guys just like to make fun, that's all. Don't listen to them, people, all right? <laughs> well, I know uh, a good friend of
1: mine that takes his kids, uh, and they don't use a ground blind. He just sets up a few palm out of frogs, and uh,
4: they're pretty successful.
1: Well – So, uh, and not all kids are But he's still hiding them behind <laughs> the And, and not, not
4: all kids are <laughs> fidgety. And that there's things that you can do when you're taking a kid um, – like you said, with the palmettos, you can make blinds, you can use ground blinds, that kind of thing. But uh, I've done both. It just all depends on the
2: on the child. Well, you know, you know your kids better than we do, that's for sure. But uh, Wim's going to be here doing some stuff. Uh, Rick Felita's going to be here. Of course, he's a big callmaker here in the state of Florida. He's the happy owner and uh, proprietor of Cypress Creek Turkey Calls. Kevin Vaughn's going to be showing up as well. He's a turkey caller for Spring King Calls. And uh, Chris and Matthew Graham, they're going to be out here. Uh, champion little collars. I think, I think the the kids probably got more trophies and accolades than dad. Well, I mean, he's that is he's awesome. an amazing collar. Yeah, Matthew. that kid is pretty amazing. And uh, so they're all going to be here, and and others. I know that there's others who've been invited to come, and uh, some of them are hunting down south, and they're going to try to run back up here and uh, come hang with us. They ain't, they, ain't, they ain't
3: coming. Well, I don't they ain't. Know. They ain't is that that talking a about shooting
2: run?
4: Yeah,
3: yeah, they ain't coming. Yeah,
1: how kids have a little bit more. Uh, maybe more time and got the accolades or the trophy or the pictures or something like that but think about this, when you took your kids fishing for the first time and they really had a a good experience how much progression did they went fishing? They were more into it, they tried different techniques they wanted this here, they watched or read a lot in my time, I read a lot of magazines wasn't a whole lot, every now and then you got to watch Bill dance on a Saturday morning but it's like when you take your kids for instance with Matt Graham Uh, Going out, his experience in the woods with you and uh, and with Chris over the years, he's developed where y'all have already went through all the trial and error. He's picked up on your critique techniques, and then he's critiquing them even more. He's going to be one of them guys, a young man today, but in the near future, when he goes out in the woods, he's going to be one of those top guys that you can see that just seems like he's a magnet. Whatever he does, the birds just flock to him.
3: Okay, some point, Will Sullivan's His son own Hunter, son.
1: same way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I you mean,
2: I, I, I've been watching uh, Hunter's uh, videos for the, about the last three days. He's been out scouting hard. He's been out really doing it, the leg work and sitting out there. And yesterday, he had a, he posted a video. I told William while we were in break, I said, I sat there and watched that whole thing from when it was still dark. You know, he was filming and. You could hear those gobblers up on the limb. They were, man, they were talking. And as the sun started to peek up over the horizon, you know, they got a little louder, got a little better. And then finally, you see them start pitching out of there. You know, you start pitching yeah. them out, and
4: that was some good footage.
2: Oh, it was awesome, man! And as, then, a, then as he- a turkey hunter, it was—you got to see it from. You know, from the dark to the light, and to see the birds actually go, and you're like, oh, man. Oh. Didn't, didn't he shoot a
3: turkey? Not a turkey, a coyote. Well, yeah, that well, was, that was, was on the turkey. a week ago or so. Yeah, yeah, he, I saw uh, that.
4: He was out, and the bird was gobbling on the limb, and the coyote came up to the bottom of a tree. The turkey would gobble. The coyote would look up. Hunter pulled the trigger. Gobbler flew down. And then started gobbling again. Yeah, sure. Started
3: started uh, pecking the coyote, it, it, the dead coyote. No, no, no. <laughs> he, said,
4: he was thinking, "Thank you, get rid of that yeah, one." Thanks a lot. If man, he didn't move a out.
1: whole
0: lot, then as far as that gobbler knew, it was just a thunder. Yeah, he did. wild wild bolt the lightning or something. He, he, you know, the so.
4: dog is graveyard dead, and, and
3: turkey still. The dog go got on. hit by a lightning bolt. Well, I will ask. Thunder. To,
4: I know this is probably going to be some of
1: the topics today later on this morning. Uh, do you use a lot of decoys? Do you set up decoy, or are you one that's just going to do a little bit of uh, calling just to see a location call, a re- reaction call I, to I set use, up in the morning or what?
4: I use decoys when I can um, the majority of the time. I, I've always liked decoys. They've worked well for me.
3: You always carry them. Yeah, right? I always, always carry, carry them. them um, but you don't always use them.
4: Yeah, don't always use them. Just all depends. But for the most part, I'll use them. It just gives them something. It, it takes, the, uh, takes their eye off of you, possibly, because they can pinpoint the sound. I think it calms them down a little bit, too. They go,
2: well, if those guys are over there, then it must be okay. I take uh, a
3: Sandhill Crane, the one I use for when we're duck hunting, you know. I haven't seen uh, you with a
0: Sandhill Crane in the woods yet. No, I have a a Heron. I have a great
3: one. He carries it, but he doesn't use it. But,
0: yeah, yeah, for me, if I'm in a place where a turkey can see for a long ways, I like to have a decoy because they're they're there – they can hear that sound, and it lets them know that there's something yeah. there to focus they want, on. They want to see it. Yeah. But if I'm in thick, I tend to not use a decoy as much because I want them to want keep them looking. Yeah. I want them to keep searching for that 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 turkey. And if if all of a sudden he comes around a bush and bushing another decoy's you know five feet from him, I. You know, I've had some interesting reactions. Well, they they to
4: can that. they can booger from a decoy. I mean, yes. it, it it does happen. A lot of people say, "Well, oh, I don't use decoys; it scares them and all kind of stuff." It's not my experience. I've had them be afraid of a decoy. I had a, a bird last year that would um, gobble his head off, and he came in, but he wouldn't come in within thirty yards of the decoy. He stayed he stayed out, and he had, he was a two year old had been whooped. Basically, what not Yeah, happened. he was oh, a scrapper. Yeah, yeah. So he went over. He went over and sat in the corner for about an hour. And a hen came through. I thought, well, maybe they just don't like the decoys. The hen came through and was right all mingling around. And then forty-five minutes later, she came back through, and he followed, but he kept that arc way out there, he way out of range. And I, but then five minutes after that, six longbeards come running in there and attacked the, bulk, the decoys. The bullies of yeah. the woods. Man. Yeah, <laughs> and so you know he had, he had been whooped, so he was afraid that interaction sure it it can it can mess you up but my experience it doesn't mess you up that much except this one you know the the six that came in three of those died from my hunters
0: uh. (laughs) all right
4: well we got to take a quick break we are big and wild outdoors broadcasting live this morning
1: at g5 feed outdoors brought to you by brandon ford we'll be right back Welcome back. Big and wild outdoors here at G5 Feed and Outdoors right here on US92 between Turkey Creek Road and Forbes Road. Uh, easy to get to. Just follow all the traffic going to the Strawberry Festival. Some of those will be detoured right into here because there's <laughs> going to be a lot of great sales going on in the parking lot. Uh, but just for the break, we're talking a little turkey. We probably talk a lot of that all the time here on the show. But What are
2: you doing over there?
1: I think he had an accident. I don't know. Did
2: he fall down? down nice. I'm off sorry. Head. Did he hit I your th- head? What the? <laughs> but,
3: but before.
1: We were talking about turkeys and uh, decoys or no decoys, but uh, my my most experience uh, that I've had, only I've only taken four turkeys, four Osceolas in all my days. I've never really been a big turkey hunter, Uh, but uh, I find myself. Hey, hitting them
3: with the car doesn't count, okay? One of those.
1: Well, I've not I've been fortunate not to do that, but uh, three of the four that I have been uh, that I did take was without decoys, and uh, it just I don't know if you just call it luck. Uh, being at the right place at the right time but you know it, it just for me without the decoy seemed to work well it's
4: with a 270 anybody can do that
3: hey well yeah <laughs> everything, <laughs> everything
1: i've taken has been with a shotgun so no, it's that jc <laughs> higgins now, that i will has. say that i have missed a few turkeys with my bow I just shot a little high or a little low uh but it's a uh, it's been a good experience but I, I after eating wild turkey breasts at the wild game cookout this past weekend uh my daughter tells me she says i I don't know, but I think I've ate like 30 pieces of that turkey, and I just can't stop. It's good stuff. And uh, so I will say, I think turkey season is going to be a priority this year. She's already looking forward to getting out and uh, doing some. Uh, So I'm definitely going to be looking for some turkey hunting this year to put some on the table. And uh, with that being said, what is your favorite recipe? Because – I don't care. Everybody says, if you fry anything, you can't go wrong. That's true. (laughs) And the way that that, that I've ate the two turkeys in the last two sittings, it's been marinated with a special seasoning of some sort and then fried up with a little bit of flour, and it was just incredibly good. It is better than any Chick-fil-A nugget that I've ever tasted.
4: Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's really good. I just use a a vinaigrette dressing, marinated that, and then um, bread it and and deep fry it. That's just it's an easy, simple thing to do, and it's delicious.
3: I like, I, to, I like to pound them out, and then I bread them. That's how I like to do it. Now, when
1: you bread it, are you using, like, an Italian seasoning, breadcrumb
4: bread crumb seasoning? or
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. And you just pan fry them? Or, I mean, yeah, is that what yeah.
2: you're
4: doing? But nice and thin. Like a little you're pork, pork chop or yeah. a, Well, you can yeah. either pan fry them or you can use a little deep fryer, that type of thing. I've got both, and so it just all depends on what I'm feeling like.
2: I, I look at it this way there's not a lot of Bell meat. Bill eats them raw. There's not a lot of meat <laughs> on an Osceola. I, I'm just no, thinking.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking y'all are cooking your turkey and you ain't got one yet.
4: Well, that's we're going to anticipate.
1: <laughs> that was a couple it. years
0: ago. <laughs>
4: How many do you need?
2: <laughs> Plus, you got to anticipate what you're going to do with it. Otherwise, you don't know what to do with it once you got it. But well. I mean, uh, for an average Osceola, eighteen to maybe twenty pounds. Uh, you got to remember once you take. The- once you take these 7.7 pounds of feathers off of it, yeah, you're there's gonna, really not you're a lot of... You're going
4: to end up well. with uh, two breasts of about three pounds apiece.
2: And you know what? A lot of people don't even bother with, you know, it's not like turkey wings that you get, you know, off a butter ball or anything. I mean, they're strong, but they're they're not as... Big. The awesome. legs are real sinewy and that Huge. type of thing. The, the
0: bottom part, not the thighs. The thighs yeah. are wonderful. Yeah, thighs uh, are good.
2: Yeah, but the bottom part is basically you might as well just get a dog well, it's, chew. It's, it's, well, not, Bill, it's not a Disney turkey, make, turkey leg, but, that, you listen, know. Soup bases off of it and things like yes. that. Yes, yeah. What I was going to say is once you once you breast them out and take everything else you can off of it, I know a lot of people who use that, that carcass, and you cook it down, use it as a base for soup or mm-hmm. anything else or a stew. Because, you know, you get a lot of meat off there when you cook that stuff for a long period of time. It peels off of there and you don't let it go to waste. Yeah. I know a lot of people, uh, they do that with ducks too, man. You know, slice, slice, press, press, over the side we have, it goes.
0: We have a number of people who come through camp and they just want their breasts. And it's like, you're not taking the rest of that? Nope. I'll take all I'll those take it. legs, the thighs, the wings, Yeah. boom.
2: Put about, it in the bag. How about the livers and the gizzards? You know? I don't
0: do that as much.
2: I'll pass. On wild turkeys, why would you pass on those? I'm not big on that. I don't like liver. Uh, even on chicken?
3: Like a chicken no, liver, chicken I'm, gizzards? not a big liver guy. Haven't been that hungry yet.
2: Well, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not a hunger thing. It's, it's, a it's flavor. more it's of a, a southern. In,
3: yeah, I, I guess it is. It, 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 My wife likes liver. I don't.
4: So. No, I'm talking about... Chicken, like gizzards chicken gizzards Chicken livers. Yeah, livers. That's more of a southern thing than...
2: I mean, it's like, uh, you know, you're a big bow fisherman guy. You know, during the season, you should take a few of those coots while you're out there, too, because those gizzards on those things, man, are delicious.
3: Yeah, the gators got to eat, too.
2: No, 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 they don't.
3: I don't eat coots either, man. But I, I'm just I mean, saying I don't that, shoot them either.
1: I would say, though, to be have, but the turkeys, it's got to be under the willful, wonful waste. Uh, you got to take all the... That yes. you can
0: possibly eat from that bird. Without take what you... Yeah, take it, I can tell you there's a lot of people that, that do just take just the breast. It, would that be well, a it's violation? This, it's the same. I don't know that it would be. A, you, you have taken... The, it doesn't say what
2: percentage you have
0: to take and make ready for table
2: fare. It's the one.
3: same thing with deer or hogs. A lot of people don't take the ribs. So yeah, they just you know.
2: backstrap quarters and then uh, no yeah, ribs yep. and well for wild hogs in the state of Florida Take the loins. there's there's not much bacon on them boys. You know no, I mean they're pretty slim. No. So uh in the time that uh you know it takes to clean them and do all that stuff and cook them and it has to be done very slowly and and not for a long period because there's not much fat on them, and you could turn those things into charcoal in no time. Yep. Well, that's same thing the same, with
4: gator ribs. Well, and turkey breast. A lot of people, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bake it, well, like you do a regular turkey. Good luck. Turkey. You can do it,
2: but
3: you, gotta inject it, it.
2: you don't have the
4: fat and things that you no. have on a butterball and that kind of thing. And so, it's
3: going to be
2: medium rare. I mean, yeah. it, I mean, it's just the way wild game it has to be cooked. Otherwise, it's... That's those people that go. Oh, I've had deer before, and it was really tough and chewy, and I didn't like the, cause, they it because they cooked it like a steak. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah and yep. it's like, well, I cooked it for five minutes on it. Very the lean,
3: very lean meat.
2: Uh,
1: Bill, when, whenever, how many guys got? How many guys do you have coming to turkey camp this year? Twenty. I still have no clue.
4: Probably
3: thirty so or so. What 10? nights?
1: What <laughs> nights do you prepare and fry up any of
0: your birds? Do y'all do it at yeah. camp? We 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 will cook birds right there on the spot, and it all depends on who kills on what day. You know. Well, we'll be. Uh, I
3: haven't contributed a, yet,
1: but. Well, we'll be keeping tabs and monitoring your progress, and we just may show up on Turkey Night. <laughs> do you do you do you, do you, uh,
2: do you strip it out, marinate it, do all that stuff, or is it just strictly a uh, off the bird, flour whatever, and throw it in the grease? What Usu- do you, uh,
0: usually, when we're cooking the the turkey at camp, we we turn around. And slice the breast up right. into strips. Lightly flour it with a little Lowry seasoned salt and a few other little things. Then just put it in a pan of grease and cook it up. And
3: bring your plate.
0: Uh, and 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 the the <laughs> my buddy Doc his big thing is you, he puts a little Parmesan cheese on it.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, I, the, what, is that too spicy for you? No.
3: But the the funny thing at camp though is the. People will come and go. Hey, you guys doing any good? And they will be like, No. But there's a layer of turkey feathers <laughs> all over the place. They're like, Yeah, we we killed like one or two. You know, carpet,
0: and that was last year's. We had a big pillow
3: fight. Here. Yeah, they fell apart. Yeah, somebody's turkey pillow exploded.
0: So they can't they can't help when you come in camp and <laughs> There's just feathers everywhere. A turkey
3: down pillow. I, I didn't know yeah.
0: turkeys
2: had down. So yeah. I, That would be pretty sticky, prickly, uh, I think. What do you do with all those tail feathers, wings, and what do you do with all the wing stuff? That's an Indian pillow. Well,
3: I I,
0: I try and move everything on a turkey or any animal, every piece that you can do. I take all the wing feathers, and I cut those off and take and give those to people who make arrows. Wing bones get saved for somebody who might be making wing calls. I've I've moved a lot of those by. And uh, we're still waiting on uh, uh, whatever you may have left. Oh, I have, uh, I Tory have, I have, I have a bag that's uh, defleshed, and then I have uh, some in the freezer that still have a little flesh on them.
3: And he collects the crop, all the little rocks from the crop. Yeah. Make Why? a rock a garden. crop, crop collection. Rock <laughs> Crawl? You keep the <laughs> rocks out of a the crawl? No. Well,
2: <laughs> They're polished, so they that look really the cool. Method. That
3: oh. was the northern pronunciation, the crop. <laughs> oh, the but crop, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, crop hey, of rocks. That's hey, what, don't, but be, that, don't be a hater. You want to
0: try and make sure you use everything, and there are people who are out there making stuff with those.
4: I take the, I take a wing feather, and I, I, I cut it about half, and it goes in my, my vest. Let it dry and goes in my vest. And then when you want to do a fly down, you just beat that wing well, against either the tree yeah. or your leg or whatever, or you can just get air. You can They can hear that wing
2: sound. It's amazing what they now,
0: now, this People turn around and do that, but if you just take that wing and don't even shake it and just like, like they're stretching their wings and yeah, drag, on a limb it, yep. just on the bark of a pine yeah, tree, just it. eat them up. You
2: know, it you always it used to always freak me out when I was turkey hunting and you were sitting there and uh, I'd be down there with like Joey Wade or somebody else. And you're carrying on a normal conversation, and you know as a deer hunter you're sitting there trying to you know you're trying to whisper whisper and they're and they're talking in a normal tone. Turkeys don 't care they don't they they 'll look at you like, oh, but <laughs> he's like not you, hunting
0: where we're hunting <laughs> no, no, I, not,
4: <laughs> well, but did you uh, did you see Hunter's video the other day when he was sitting in his truck, yeah, and two longbeards came right to him, right, just not calling, just walking right down the road. Nice big red truck. as the most expensive uh, turkey blind I've ever seen. Yeah. You know, and uh, but I mean, it right What oh, I'm yeah. saying,
2: but you take that wing and you put it on, a, you scrape it across a tree or you take your cap and just go flop, 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 flop. It's a sound that their brain is in tune to, so they go, oh, and they there look you. right over there. Yep. But if it's two guys going, so how about them bears, man? They were pretty good out there, you know, playing. The it. Like, they don't care. They just walk right by that. All right, we're going to walk on by, take a break. Top of the hour. Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by Brandon Ford and G5 Feeding Outdoors. We'll be back.